Yes, so I am podcasting's Rich Sigfret. This show is called The Amazing Pulp Adventure, starring Mr. Adventure, which is available at pulpadventures.net. It was originally created by Davey Beauchamp, and uh, since then I've kind of taken over the audio production direction, uh, numerous characters and whatnot. Uh, we've done it. Davey, I don't know, he never shows up for the live ones, and uh, which is probably for the best. Okay, the one time, there's, we've got the Bruce here who's going to be doing our sound effects because the one time that we've done live fully was the very first time we did a live presentation of this and Davey was the guy we're running the sound effects because I figured, you know, he, he doesn't have any parts because he can't act. And so I figured, I, 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 he admits it. He admits it. Oh, I've got recordings of him trying to act. It's painful. Um, so I had him doing the uh, live foley, and when I said that we needed a, the sound of glass breaking, I got him a little picture frame that he could break no problem. So instead of be doing the smart thing, which would be aiming it towards the wall where I instructed him, he decides to hit it towards the audience. The first row was showered with glass, and that was the reason why we don't do live foley anymore. And that's why Gallagher switched to watermelon. <laughs> exactly. So... Uh, this is something, like I said, that uh, is released rarely, but it is something that we like to do live performances of because it's a lot of fun, and I always like to bring as many of my, uh, my friends that I can on board because we've got some very talented voice actors, and we've also got some other folks on here. So <laughs> what we'll do is uh, we'll go ahead and start over there on the far side. If you could introduce yourself, please. Billy Flynn from GeekRadioDaily.com. <laughs> I stole your time. <laughs> Stuart Jaffe. John Smart. And the Bruce. <laughs> yeah. right. A lot of these guys are from, uh, from various podcasts, some of them authors, some of them. I, Kelly, I don't know what the hell you do. I just know you're at every con. Yes. Goes from well, town to well, town, <laughs> getting in adventures. Professionally, well, I've done over 2,000 radio television commercials, 150 industrials, and I've talked to Oh, okay, well, so try to keep up with us if you can. And we appreciate you lowering yourself to roll with us more locks. Thank you. <laughs> All right, do we have anybody else who would like to take his lines, please? No? All right. <laughs> yeah? When did you learn to act, Janine? <laughs> As I recall from when we did the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until after we record Ron. Wait a she's she's going to get one of her super friends. <laughs> All right, so is our audience ready? I don't think they are. Four of you are. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, you're actually on the you're one of the actors. You're not just an audience member, okay? That's well, I was getting to you. I asked if the audience was ready. Now, are my actors ready? No. See. <laughs> are you ready to rock? No, come back in five minutes. <laughs> I'm ready to easy listen. All right. <clears throat> Welcome once again to the Amazing Pulp Adventures radio show as we come to you live from Richmond, Virginia and the fabulous, amazing, and mysterious RavenCon. We would like to thank the con for once again inviting us back to perform the show live for the listening audience. Much has happened to Mr. Adventure since our last visit. The roller coaster ride is far from over for our hero of, today, of tomorrow today, especially in this thrills, spills, and chills filled tale. Mr. Adventure is currently patrolling the city of tomorrow today, Sapphire City. The early morning hours have shown no criminal activity. It would seem evil has chosen today to sleep in. <laughs> I may have spoken too soon. 
where are you, Mr. Adventure? I have grown tired of the way we play this game. It is time to begin our final confrontation. Atomic Fist, don't you enjoy our fights? I'll have to find another way to stay in shape then. I am more tired with your jokes than your constant meddling. I will smash you into a crater, Mr. Adventure, and then no one will be able to stop me. Hey, don't forget about your friendly neighborhood Shadow Smasher. Hmm, two fists, two annoyances to be dealt with. What is the phrase? Two chickadees with one rock? Eh, close enough. I am not even breaking a sweat. The two of you are growing soft, I think. Not by a long shot. White light! I'm here, Mr. Adventure. Plan Gamma, now! <laughs> Got him! A, a beam of light extends from the white, lights, white light guardian's gauntlet, surrounding the atomic fist in a bubble of pure light. Mr. Adventure and Shadow Smasher look on in amazement as atomic fist is hovering a handful of feet above the ground. Hey, watch that beam of yours. These uniforms don't grow on trees, you know. Sorry, Shadow. I don't think I'll ever get used to that awesome amount of power that young girl wields. I know what you mean. So this is Plan Gamma, eh? Kid Adventure called it that. He said that her power beams seemed a lot like the gamma rays used in his comic books. This uh, gamma stuff, you think it'll come out of my uniform? If not, she could probably do something with that gauntlet to remove any gamma stains you might have. Really? Another reason I'm glad she's on our side. Atomic Fist, this will put an end to your rampage. <laughs> this bubble of light would not stop me. Boom. It looks like the Atomic Fist is not happy with his current predicament. He continues to pound against his luminescent prison until he tires. After a few seconds' pause, he resumes his blows against the alien-powered cell. He's a big fellow. Are you certain that bubble of light is strong enough to hold him? Nothing from this planet could shatter that bubble. At least that's what the gauntlet says. With that said, we must leave here and travel away from our solar system, far away from the star known as Sol, and travel to a small planet yet to be discovered by the exploratory eyes of the denizens of Earth. The planet's name is pointless, but the creature who is dying upon her surface isn't. My time in this universe is short. (coughs) I must seek out one that is worthy of my long-built legacy. (coughs) I cannot allow it all to be for naught. This strange alien creature begins to press a complex series of buttons on a gauntlet that bears a striking resemblance to the one the White Light Guardian wears. The gauntlet begins to glow after a final button is pressed. We must now race back to Earth to see how Mr. Adventure and company are wrapping things up with the atomic fist. What is the atomic fist doing? I have no idea. I've never seen a Mac like this before. His actions are truly a mystery. The Atomic Fist has always been an intelligent behemoth. His animal-like actions confuse not only our heroes, but your humble narrator as well. As the crime fighters watch Atomic Fist in confusion, he begins to glow with green atomic flame. Guardian, are you all right? I can't believe my eyes. The Atomic Fist has cracked the bubble with a powerful punch the likes we have never seen him possess before. It appears his assault is taking its toll on the White Light Guardian as she collapses to the ground. Shadow Smasher rushes to his fallen comrade while Mr. Adventure warily eyes Atomic Fist. Shadow, I don't know how much longer I can hold on to the Atomic Fist. 
It's okay. You've done good. Any power you are using is helping us. Adventure and I will take care of this. She's unconscious, Mr. Adventure. With the power she was pumping into that field, he should be weakened. She helped us out quite a bit. Let her rest. Atomic Fist! You don't seem like the old you. Growling like an animal, enhanced strength. And did you do something different with your hair? <laughs> you aren't the only one with new tricks, comrade adventure. Look at your friend on the ground. She looks like a rag doll I once took from a child and tossed aside. You've been beaten before. Today will be no different. Unless White Light Guardian is seriously hurt, then you'll be meeting a doctor before the warden. Boy, Fist, you really have been working out. You think complimenting me will save you? Ah. Hey, Mr. Adventurer, you need a hand? No, Shadow. Tend to White Light Guardian. He may be stronger than ever, but he isn't any smarter, and I think I'm wearing him down. Oh, slowly but surely. Okay, Fist, this is getting ridiculous. It'll be nice to not need to hold back anymore. I think you might actually be able to survive me cutting loose. Let's do this. The two face off for a final strike against one another. Mr. Adventure is nose to nose with Atomic Fist. For those new to Sapphire City, our heroes and villains have a code that they live by. Rule number one, never interrupt a monologue. Now, rule number two, hand-to-hand -hand fights are always done face-to-face -face, like honorable gentlemen. These rules ensure that hero or villain, they are defeated with honor. The two combatants begin to circle and stop a few feet of, from each other. They both rear back and swing. Both fists collide in an explosion of sapphire and green atomic light. Our attention is once again shot across the cosmos to that far-flung planet from earlier. <coughs> what is that I feel? I sense a being of great power and strength. <coughs> he is the one that I have been waiting for. I must send this gauntlet to his responsible hands. The alien pushes one final button, sending the gauntlet into space. It flies past comets, planets, stars, satellites, and even the occasional quasar on its trek to Earth. We must now turn to a word from one of our wonderful sponsors. I know that children and adults alike love going to an alternate world where magic and necromancing are the daily grind. That's why me, your favorite radio personality, Gary Poole, has brought acclaimed author Gail Martin to talk a little bit about one of her favorite products. Thank you, Gary. During this time of prohibition, drinks that taste great are hard to find. Or so I thought. You see, I found a remarkable new product that tastes great. Sparkle water. Not only does it quench your thirst, it replaces all the essential vitamins and minerals I burn, creating new adventures and dangers for my hero, Tris Drake. He fought long and hard to regain his throne, and if he were in our world, he would celebrate with a cool sparkle water. Did you know that sparkle water is the only water that comes in its own portable bottle? Of course. Not only do I drink it at home, but I take it on the go. It's one of my favorite things to drink. I found the greatest way to beat writer's block is, with, is by drinking an ice-cold sparkle water. Now, Gail, if you had to pick your favorite flavor, which would you choose? With cherry, strawberry, grape, rose, and watermelon to choose from, I always have a tough time picking. <laughs> Next time you travel to the magical land of Margoland, make sure to take a few bottles. I absolutely will. You can pick up a case for yourself at your local grocer, and you can pick up my latest book, Darkhaven, the third book in the Chronicles of the Necromancer, at my website, chroniclesofthenecromancer.com, today. 
There's magic in those pages and thirst-quenching magic in every bottle of Sparkle Water, the official sponsor of the Amazing Pulp Adventures radio show starring Mr. Adventure. We now return you to the Atomic Fist and Mr. Adventure in mid-fight. The Menagerie of Light fades, and Mr. Adventure and the Atomic Fist stand not only face-to-face, but fist-to-fist. Pain and surprise fill their faces. Neither one could have imagined the other would be left standing after their punch was thrown. (laughs) Both both hero and villain look up at the sound of the sonic boom. (laughs) Stopping a few feet over their heads, the gauntlet hovers. Mr. Adventure looks around and sees that all time surrounding them has stopped. A bird is suspended in mid-flight. A piece of paper is frozen in mid-flutter. He looks to Atomic Fist, but he is staring mouth agape at the hovering gauntlet. You have been chosen to bear the burden of great power. From this moment on, your life shall be changed forever. The responsibility lies with you. The gauntlet begins to descend and clasp upon the arm of Mr. Wait, what is this? I can't believe my eyes. This must be a mistake. This gauntlet of great power has chosen not Mr. Adventure, the bastion of virtuousness, but Atomic Fist to be its new possessor. And as soon as the gauntlet found its new owner, it sent out a pulse wave of energy and light in all directions, blowing Mr. Adventure to the ground. Again, we are taken to a far corner of the galaxy where a single voice replaces the explosion. Code Kinter Key. This is a code Kinter Key. Alert all white light guardians. Get Commander, Commander Ithil, and I mean now, Cadet. Yes, sir. The white light guardian head of guard looks nervously at his alarm console. I've never seen this alarm, but from day one we have been trained to know that Code Kinter Key is the worst of the worst case scenarios, not only for the Legion, but for the universe as a whole. It is a threat to all that we, the white light guardians, have done to bring order from this universe of chaos. Guardian Hadegar, why have my studies been disturbed? I know you can handle anything the galaxy could throw at you. That is why you are my second in command. Thank you, Commander, but this is a Code Kinter Key. A Code Kinter Key? You were right to follow your training and have me summoned. From where is the code summoning? It, it's coming from the system the indigenous call Soul. Soul? Scan the area for any white light guardian who might be on patrol. We will need more information. Y- yes, sir. <laughs> code one three two. Code one three two. One three two. Commander, what is code one three two? Code 132 is for the Khan-Hirdar. Khan-Hirdar? I apologize, Commander, but I'm not familiar with that word. It sounds like it comes from one of the ancient languages. Very good, Hedegar. It is. Khan-Hirdar translates into the hand of God. Why would that code come up when scanning for white light guardians? Who could possess something with such power, Commander? The Khan-Hirdar was... is... We're sorry to interrupt this live presentation of the Amazing Pulp Adventures radio show. This is Vic Nile, and we're being told something is afoot at the Brownstone headquarters of the League of Adventurous Heroes. What this means, we don't know. But from eyewitness accounts earlier today, we know that a number of its younger team members arrived in full force. They strode inside in silence with an air of seriousness about them. Before going inside, Adventure Adventure Lad asked that members of the press be outside the headquarters for a press conference. About what? He didn't say. Hold on a minute. I'm getting a report that there's activity at the Brownstone. It looks as though the teen heroes being led by Adventure Lad are excited. Are exiting the Brownstone, and it appears he's going to make a statement. We'll know what's going on in just a moment. First off, we would like to apologize for causing such a disturbance today, as that was not our intention. We came to talk with the League of Adventurous Heroes to discuss how they have dealt with the various situations that have arisen in Sapphire City as of late. 
We have seen an increase in villainy from our regular rogues gallery, as well as new, more powerful evildoers. It seems all they have been doing is dealing with situations as they occur and not taking a proactive measure to prevent from these things from happening in the first place. Many of us feel that if certain precautions are taken, there will be less destruction to our beautiful city and less harm to our citizens. But they couldn't give us an answer that satisfied our issues. In response to their lack of action, we have decided here today to leave the League of Adventurous Heroes and become a more proactive team. As of this time, our group has no name, but industrialist Alexander Venture is in support of our mission and has agreed to provide us with a base of operations in the heart of Sapphire City. If you need us, you can find us in the newly rebuilt Venture Tower. This will be our base of operations as we prepare our city for any potential threat. We wish the League of Adventurous Heroes the best of luck in their future endeavors. They can rest assured that when we succeed, they will be able to sit back and enjoy our protection. We will hold a more formal press conference later this week, once we have settled into our new home. Thank you, and I apologize again for the distraction. Well, Adventure Lad may be young, but he's never been anything other than polite. Adventure Lad, Young Ms. Adventure, New Moon, Full Moon, and Crimson Moth are now leaving the scene. This has been quite an interesting development for our city. I can only hope that this will be a good thing for all who live in Sapphire City, but will this provoke the ne'er-do-wells that dwell here into retaliation, or could it lead them to questioning their lives of villainy? Only time will tell, but let me turn the radio waves back to the amazing Pulp Adventures radio show coming at you live from Richmond, Virginia, and Ravencon. Thank you, Vic. I am not sure what is going on amongst the defenders of our beloved city. It seems like up is up, down and down is up. I would like to think that the older generation would take the lead and not the other way around. I just hope these youngsters haven't bitten off more than they can chew. We return you to a few seconds before we were interrupted. Why would that code come up when scanning for white light guardians? Who could possess something with such power, Commander? The Khan Herder was... is the original gauntlet that all others were based on. Golly, the, the first? Yes, and it is the most powerful. That's why it was given the sacred name, the Hand of God. Jeepers, does it live up to its name? Is it truly that powerful, Commander? It could wipe out a galaxy with a wave of the Hand of the Possessor. It was sealed away on the third planet of Sol an eon ago because of the danger it represents. Earth, I believe the planet is called, was, and still is a primitive world. She's so far away from any standard civilization to be bothered with. <sighs> Until now. There's not been any mortal or god who couldn't be corrupted by the power of that gauntlet. Who could have unlocked it, sir? That, I do not know. There's much unknown about the Khan Hadar. Most of the ancient texts have either been lock-archived or destroyed for fear of its power. Even dormant, the gauntlet is dangerous. If it is on the arm of an evil one, it is nigh unstoppable. Commander, if it's unstoppable, then... How can the universe prevail? Because we have noble warriors like you, and Hadagar. And if necessary, there are steps put in place to assist in situations like this. Let us hope that we shall never have to call upon that help. Cadet, call forth five legions of guardians. It is time we intervene on this situation. We can decide a course of action after they report back. Shall I order them to merely observe, sir? For now. Once observed, open a channel to the nearest guardian's gauntlet. Yes, sir. We once more return to Earth and our heroes, Mr. Adventure, Shadow Smasher, and the injured White Light Guardian. What are you? Why have you attached yourself to my arm? You look a little like that contraption the White Light Guardian wears. I don't know what you are, my little friend, but I can feel the power you contain. I will make that power mine. <laughs> what is that? 
What is that big lad doing this time? I have no idea, Shadow Smasher, but something strange happened just a second ago. All time froze. Then that gauntlet appeared and strapped itself to Atomic Fist. I doubt it'll be good news for us. It looks like our sleepy friend is coming around. White Light Guardian? Wake up, dear. Uh, there you go. Look at that behemoth out there. Uh, do you see what is on his arm? It looks more like a bit like yours, doesn't it? Yes? It does, only older. I can feel the power coming off of it, too. Different, but close to the same power as mine. It could be the nature of the atomic fist power interacting with my gauntlet. Could it have cloned itself? It looks a bit different, as she said. I had never knew power existed at this level, let alone that I could possess it. This must be how a god feels. And it is all mine for the using. Atomic Fist is breathing deeply, his body shaking. The pavement beneath his feet begins to break under his weight. Small bolts of energy crackle to life and disappear under his skin. What are we going to do, Mr. Adventure? He seems a little charged up and angry to boot. I think this might be a little bigger than the two of us. Hey, I'm not out of this fight yet. Oh, sorry, three of us can handle. You're right. Even if you were at 100% white light, he's going to be quite a match for us. We may need Dr. Richards on this. Uh, I don't disagree. This goes past that one-two punch of yours, or even my shadow smash attack. And is it me, or does he look a little bit bigger? Let me try something. And if we're lucky, it might give the two of you time to get help. I don't want to leave you here, but I trust you know what you're doing. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. Do we ever know what we're doing? Uh, the lady's got a point. The tension is broken for a moment as Mr. Adventure and Shadow Smasher crack a grin at the comment. Shadow Smasher helps the White Light Guardian back to her feet as she takes a deep breath. Once steady, she walks into the middle of the street where the Atomic Fist is smiling and playing with the lightning that ox from his body. The White Light Guardian braces herself and shoots a beam of pure energy at the Atomic Fist. She doesn't know if this would work, but she knows her instincts were honed the moment her gauntlet alighted upon her arm. The powerful beam strikes the atomic fist and sends him flying back into the ground. <clears throat> that tickled. Atomic fist rises to his feet. His playful grin turns into a wicked sneer as he lifts his arm and aims it at the white light guardian. Allow me to return this serve. A beam of green and black energy is at, in the shape of a giant fist slams into the white light guardian, sending her flying into a building. A low rumbling is followed by the wall crumbling around her, entombing the Guardian in its rubble. Now that is power. Wonderful, beautiful power. What else can this trinket do? With a smile, Atomic Fist begins to draw in the power of the gauntlet into himself. The power begins to cause his muscles to grow as well as his bones. It looks like his entire body is increasing in size. After a few seconds, he dwarfs the double-decker bus parked nearby, and by the time he finishes, he's as tall as the building standing around him. Oi, this isn't good. No, it isn't. I think that getting Dr. Richards is a good idea. I'll hold off the atomic fist while you go and get Dr. Richards. You've got to be kidding. There is no way you can deal with this supersized atomic fist by yourself. He might be bigger than I am, but I'm faster and have more cover thanks to the buildings. As long as they are still standing, maybe. I am not so sure your speed is going to help you here. Especially since he can flick a building on top of you. And to seemingly emphasize Shadow Smasher's point, Atomic Fist kicks the nearby double-decker bus into the Sapphire City Park, which is two blocks away. Get going. I'll do whatever I can. And with a quick salute, Shadow Smasher was gone. It's just you and me now, big boy. Come out. Come out wherever you are, teeny adventure. Don't make me tear down your precious city to find you. It matters very little. Soon enough, this city of tomorrow will be... Soon enough, this city of tomorrow 
with the new. That's the. I think will be. Will be yeah. yes. Soon enough, this city of tomorrow will be the new ruling city of the fallen czars of Mother Russia. Confounded adventure, where are you? If that is the way you want it. That big ape, now I'm mad. The newly created tomb of the white light guardian begins to glow burning white. An explosion of light disintegrates the concrete and rebar that imprisoned the white light guardian. She arose and glided up to confront the enlarged atomic fist face to giant face. You are destroying my home, you steal my power, and have been very rude to a lady. This will stop. Ah, don't make me hurt you any more than I already have. One way or another, you will be stopped. If it's my power you have, then Mr. Adventure can't stop you. But I alone can. Worry not, White Light Guardian. You are no longer alone. We, your brothers and sisters, have come to aid you in this time of need. The White Light Guardian looks down at a gauntlet, surprised at the unknown voice patched into her communications. Its identity is quickly reserved, revealed as White Light Guardian Commander Baird and countless other White Light Guardians begin to fill the sky over Sapphire City. Our White Light Guardian looks confused, but nods in appreciation of the surprise help. She may have been uncertain what chance she stood against this gigantic atomic fist, but she draws a much more confident breath with these unknown helpers as backup. Guardians? On my mark... Now! The sky is lit up with every shade of white light as the legions of white light guardians send beams of energy at the atomic fist, encasing them in a cell of white light. The bubble appears to be shrinking smaller and smaller until it vanishes in a bright flash of light. All that is left is a large pile of black and green ash. Mr. Adventure and the white light guardian blink in surprise. They weren't sure what to make of the atomic fist's vaporization or the sky full of individuals of all shapes, sizes, and compositions. White Light Guardian Commander Baird gently flies down and meets our white li- our White Light Guardian, who's... <laughs> Let me try that sentence again. White Light Guardian Commander Baird gently flies down to meet our White Light Guardian, who has already joined Mr. Adventure. Greetings. We have come to help you join this world within the protection of the White Light Guardian Empire. It is time for this out-of-the-way world to meet the rest of the universe. Mr. Adventure and the White Light Guardian look at one another in surprise and confusion. Who are these other White Light Guardians? Who else is out in the universe? Will they be friends or foes? And will these newcomers be able to give the White Light Guardian any explanation about her powers or why she was chosen? We will have to wait to see how these events unfold at Balticon. We would like to thank the folks at RavenCon for once again letting us bring the show to you, the listeners. So until next time, remember that anything can be a mask. This is the Amazing Pop Adventures Radio Show, signing out.